Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. Today we're going to be talking about Ray Ray's role, and that's Ray Ray McLeod. What will his role be in San Francisco? A lot of the Ray Ray McLeod noise and conversation has stopped once the 49ers selected Danny Gray. But we're here to talk about Ray Ray and how he's going to make an impact on the 2022 season. Regardless of what you think about Danny Gray, regardless of what you think the Niners are going to use Danny Gray as, the reality is that Danny Gray is an unproven rookie. That, that's the reality. Unproven rookie. Who wasn't taken in the first three rounds, which means he's going to have to earn his role. He's going to have to earn. He's taken things. at the end of the third round. Uh, end of the third. My my apologies yeah. there. Uh, almost the fourth. You almost just know someone would have criticized. That's so they they would have. It was basically <laughs> fourth round picks. I'm pretty sure it was a compensatory pick. Just saying. You're right. Just saying. Uh, wasn't an early third round pick or anything. Nope. He's going to have to prove that role and, and earn his spot on this roster and earn playing time. And he's got a guy and a veteran above him and Ray Ray McLeod and that's done a lot of good positive things in other places. Pittsburgh specifically, um, that, that were impressive and incredible and the special teams aspect that he adds as well. So let's dive into this a little bit more. What could his role look like? What would the 49ers do with him? And before we get too far into it, make sure you like and subscribe if you haven't already. Hit that notification bell and let us know what you think his role is going to be. But Ant, Ray Ray McLeod, how is Kyle Shanahan going to use him? And and will it rhyme with another guy's name, uh, Failer Babriel? Ooh, I like that. I'm guessing you're meaning Taylor Gabriel. Maybe I'm teasing something for later. We'll see. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, I think when it comes to Ray Ray's role, I think the first conversation I want to go back to is Kyle Shanahan talking at the state of the franchise where he's talking about Ray Ray McLeod, and he says that he, he wanted Ray Ray to be come in and play wide receiver. Uh, it was the first you know clear sign that the 49ers didn't go out and get Ray Ray McLeod 
for his special teams. It went on God because Kyle Shanahan had a specific role for him. Is he going to contribute on special teams? Of course he is. But Kyle Shanahan has been looking for this role as well, just like he's been looking for Danny Gray. Danny Gray is going into that Marquise Goodwin role, but he's been looking for this. He went out and got Richie James. You know, he got other guys that had a lot of versatility that could run the fly sweeps, could get the ball out of the backfield. You've seen this happen from Debo Samuel. Now, when it comes to Ray Ray, he's going to be taking on the role at which Brandon Ayuk doesn't really fit. Brandon Ayuk, they thought, was going to be able to do the same things that Debo did, all the fly sweeps, all the quick screens, and there's still going to be an avenue for him to do those occasionally but with ray ray mcleod he's going to be asked to do those a lot um there's also another part of his game that's going to be fun he's going to line up in the backfield at sometimes sometimes he's going to be in the backfield he can run rpo he can run read option he can do a lot of things with trey lance you can also motion him out and create mismatches so what it does is that personnel groupings start to get a little uh less determined than they normally are pre-snap, which makes it difficult for the defense. So I think that's part of his role. The other thing I've really been watching is the things that Trey Lance does well as far as throwing the outs, throwing the corner routes, plays outside the numbers. That's something that Ray Ray McLeod is really good at. That's something he excelled at, in fact, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think that is part of Ray Ray's role with the San Francisco 49ers. A hundred percent, yes. A hundred percent yes, and he does all of those things extremely well. He does operate outside the numbers very well also. Um, something that Taylor Gabriel wasn't really known for as much. Um, Taylor Gabriel was more middle of the field guy and stretching the field sort of guy. But there were similarities in terms of how I believe both these guys are going to be utilized because they're similar in size, uh, similar in speed. I'd say Ray Ray is a little bit faster than Taylor Gabriel at his peak and, and definitely a much better runner with the football in his hand. And that's where their roles will start to differentiate and, and defer. Uh, Gabriel was utilized much more as a seam option over the middle of the field, areas like that, where I think Danny Gray may operate a little bit better. Ray Ray is actually going to be a guy who does a little bit more of the wide back sort of stuff, even though he doesn't have the big physical presence and, and, and what's the right word here? Uh, not emboldening or it's shadowing kind of presence and where he's physically dominant with the football in his hands. He's more elusive, electric with the ball in his hands. He's got great vision. He sees things very well. He runs after the catch extremely well. He's actually a great addition to the Yak Bros. I mean, he really, he really is a, a great Yak Bro to add into this mixture here. It makes it a little bit more dynamic. But I think it's going to be the way, like you said, they utilize him. You can come into situations and go early in the season. A five wide receiver look with maybe it's four wide receivers and George Kittle out on the football field with Ray Ray and Debo out there. And either one of those guys can motion into the backfield and all of a sudden now, you can even have a set where George Kittle motions in and lines up sort of like in an H-back sort of fullback positioning with Juwan Jennings out there as well. And you have some great blocking guys with a guy who can run the football in his hands very well out in space. And you get them into odd packages and odd situations, odd formations. And that puts teams in bad positions and bad matchups. And then, like you said, what does Kyle Shanahan love to do offensively? Motion. Mm -hmm. So now you can use motion to force certain players to match up on certain guys in your defense and really give away looks because you may want to sit in zone all you want. And the minute someone goes in motion, well, maybe you had a man look and now he motions across this field or motions into an odd spot in the offense. And it's like, uh, I got to, I got to get to my, my, my place. Now I got, I got to show my hand. And now things become a lot easier for Trey Lance. I think what, what Kyle Shanahan did was brilliant in bringing in a guy like Ray Ray and adding in a guy like Danny Gray as well as you give yourself a lot of variety in ways that you can set things up. And I think the development of Jawan Jennings now puts you in an even better spot because you can have Jawan Jennings out there, Ant, and you can line him up closer in line in the slot and you don't lose much in the run blocking aspect of your game. And so now teams have to be more honest 
about what they show you. They can't disguise things as much and as heavily because you could get yourself burned if you do so. Yeah, and they went from having three guys in the Yak Bros that could create with the ball in their hands after the catch to having five guys because now you can have Ray McLeod and Danny Gray to that as well. That's not something Jawan Jennings does at a high level. He still will get you four or five yards after the catch. Yeah. He'll fall forward for first downs. That's what he does. Um, but this Ray Ray role is also going to include something else. And that is, you brought up the, the motion. It's the window dressing, right? That's one thing that Kyle Shanahan likes to do. The amount of motion he does is tremendous. And some of that is just to get defenders to move a little bit, to move their eyes, move them physically out of a certain spot. Once you get all these guys moving, it changes each one of their roles. So creating certain situations with Ray Ray McLeod, making him a dynamic player that can do a bunch of things, will also keep the defense intrigued and engaged in what he's doing. So by doing that, it takes their eyes off of other people like a Jawan Jennings or eyes off of a Danny Gray or Elijah Mitchell in the backfield. That's the whole role. We already know they're going to pay extreme attention to Debo Samuel, but giving them something else to focus on makes it a little bit more stressful. If you're worried about Ray Ray McLeod going in motion and running a fly sweep and you see Jawan Jennings and, and uh, George Kittle out there to block. And next thing you know, you pull your focus on him maybe you lose your focus on Debo Samuel for a second and he's running a counter play back the other way. You create tremendous struggles for the defense that where are your eyes going to be disciplined on. Are they going to be disciplined on Debo Samuel? Are they going to be disciplined on, on George Kittle? Or are they going to be disciplined on Ray Ray McLeod? I think it just puts more stress on a defense. The more stress you put on a defense, the more opportunities to create for the offense. That is Ray Ray's role. He's got to expand it. He's got to be able to help Kyle Shanahan create more dangerous situations with simple motion. There may be places not even a part of the play, but you know what? The defense has to focus on. And here's the other thing too, is what you could see is early on with Ray Ray's role, a Travis Benjamin-esque responsibility in terms of just taking the top off the defense and running certain okay. things to make teams respect it. But the other thing that teams are going to have to respect is what he can do with the ball in his hand. Something very similar we saw with, with Kenyon Bourne, or Kendrick Bourne, yeah. excuse me. Kendrick Bourne, when he was in this offense, when guys went down and guys went out and Debo wasn't there and they had to use him in those fly sweep motions, teams didn't pay attention. They laughed. They laughed, pointed, and said, he's not getting the ball. Don't worry about it. Yeah, he's going in motion for a fly sweep. They're not actually handing it to him. Um, it makes you limited in your offense because now teams know to key away from things like that. With Ray Ray, you could start him off one way, and the minute you start adding in new things into his repertoire, teams have scouting reports. They know what his skill set is, and they know what he can do with the ball in his hands, you have to respect it. You can't point and laugh or disregard said motion or activity. You have to take into account what he's been in other places and then also remember where he's at now and how Kyle Shanahan can utilize that. And that plays into a lot of things. There's a lot of head and mental games that Kyle Shanahan can play with all of these different pieces. With Debo, with B.A., with George Kittle, uh, and now with Ray Ray McLeod. All of those guys can do motion type actions and get the ball and do something with the ball in their hands after a handoff or a fly sweep look or carrying the ball out of the backfield in some way, shape, or form. All of them have demonstrated they can. Some significantly better than others, but they all can. And if you don't give those guys the respect they deserve when they get the ball in their hands, they can make you pay. Yeah, and the 49ers just went to having three legit deep threats. Mm -hmm. Brian Ayuk, Ray Ray McLeod, and of course, uh, Danny, Gray. Danny Gray. Thank you. Gotcha. Uh, those three guys right there will make it so defenses have to respect the deep pass. Trey Lance has proven already, even in a short time, that he can take advantage of those throws. It's pretty. But now you have a player, instead of you know having guys that you had like Trent Sherfield, who, yeah, had the top-end speed, but wasn't able to create consistently underneath, you have a guy like Ray Ray that can run all those routes in the route tree and be able to get open underneath that can kind of bridge the gap between a Kendrick Bourne role 
and you know the the role by Trent Sherfield. So I think he's a more dynamic player. He fits in better with what the four yards want to do. And we talked about this for a long time then in the offseason. The Niners need to go get themselves a shifty wide receiver that can make plays in the open field. And when you get a guy that's really good at punt returning and really good at kick returning, that means he can make people miss in the open field. I'm excited about Ray Ray McLeod in this offense and how Kyle Shanahan plans to use him. I think really the sky is the limit. And I think he's going to ease the role for Brandon Ayuk and these other guys. But now, whenever any of the five wide receivers and George Kittle go in motion, they could get the ball in a fly sweep. They could be going downfield. They could be blocking. You just don't know what you're going to get, which means it makes it a lot more difficult. There's no real reads that you can key on as a defense. You just got to play it straight. And when you do that, you might be a half second late on a run play or a half second late on a whip route. Next thing you know, that player's catching the ball and running into the end zone. Man, that's difficult. And sometimes it's not about confusing a defense, but just making them hesitate for a half second. Make them think. Uh, if they're thinking, they're not acting. They're not reacting. If they're not reacting, and they're a step or two behind. And yeah. that's, sometimes that's all you need. You just need a step. You just need a little window. And what has Elijah Mitchell shown, Ant? Uh, little windows. Little windows do big it's things true. for Elijah Mitchell as a runner. You give him a little tiny crease, and he finds a way to sneak through it and take what looks like a one to two yard gain or potentially tackle for a loss and turns it somehow into a five to five to 20 yard run. And you're just sitting there going, how, how did you do that? You watch the film back and you're like, I don't even understand this read. And then you watch the all 22 film and you're like, holy crap, this man is a visionary. <laughs> yeah. This man's vision is off the charts for a rookie coming into the league. It's incredible. Ray Ray's going to allow you to do that with all the window dressing you can add in and all of the skill sets and talent. And you know what? We didn't even harp on the special teams aspect. And yep. we went from, uh, we, listen, I mean, this is the reality. Last year, that back end of that wide receiving core, uh, suspect. It, it, it was suspect. It's yeah. better, better than previous years, still suspect. This year, the back end of your wide receiving core is a young wide receiver you drafted at the end of the third round with that compensatory pick in Danny Gray and a guy who was wide receiver three with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I mean, feel, I feel good. I, I feel a lot. I feel a lot better about this wide receiver room, and I feel really good about all their skill sets and what Kyle Shannon wants to do. But like you said, Ray Ray McLeod's, you know, ability to help this return game is going to be significant because you've seen them have to go to Debo Samuel and say, hey, Debo, go make something happen in these games. I mean, yeah, they've had Trenton Cannon and he made a couple of plays. You know, Brandon, you got better as a punt returner during the season. But a lot of times they were counting on Muhammad Sanu. And then when Sanu wasn't available, then it became Travis Benjamin. So right now they're going to have Ray Ray McLeod. He's going to be able to advance that return game. He's going to hopefully be able to give them better field position, which is going to help the offense, which in turn helps the defense. Overall, it's going to be better. They improved a third of the game by getting Ray Ray McLeod, and they improved another third. So he's going to improve two-thirds of this game with the addition of McLeod. I'm excited about him on special teams as long as he can hold on to the football, and that's something we're going to have to watch during training camp to see if Ray Ray can start holding on to this football. I think they can help him uh, get better at fumbling, you know, not fumbling, in fact. And if they do, I think he's going to make a huge impact on this team because there's just a variety of different ways they can use him. I don't think people are really looking at him and understanding how vast his role can be in Kyle Shanahan's offense because he has a really extensive skill set. Uh, being able to use all of his skills is what Kyle Shanahan has to do optimizing his players talent and i think that's what ray ray's counting on when he came to santa clara he said this is an offense i feel like i can do really well and he's expecting to come to kyle shannon and this offense and for this to help blow him up to where he can get a huge contract next year he's motivated kyle shannon is motivated to use him in the offense this is going to be an exciting season it's gonna be electric anton if the, the 49ers do in fact you need someone to help Rayway work on, on his fumbling. Let's say you got a coaching staff. You're getting some good stuff here. I know a guy. 
give give coach Collins a shout out. He will make sure he tucks the ball away and and will chase him down every time he does any sort of swim move with the football ant. Uh, yeah. He'll also hurdle players. Yeah, that's true. Uh, coach Collins uh, was an interesting guy as far as when it came to uh, fumbling. No offensive coach likes turning over the football. Coach Collins may have taken it to uh, extremes, running down the field and punching the ball out from the kid as he swam over someone. And scored. And scored. But... <laughs> Yes, they do need to get it high and tight, get high the tight. four points of pressure, make sure this ball does not go anywhere. No turnovers, Ray Ray. Flip the field. I think he's going to be big for this 49ers offense and special teams. Going to be huge. Cutback crew, let us know what you think that role would be. Did we sway you one way or the other? Are you starting to lean a direction now with Ray? Maybe you weren't before. We want to know. Comment down below. And then once you've done that, make sure you like and subscribe. If you haven't already, hit the notification bell. That way we can talk to you a little bit live post post one even if we just do a video on it on what ray ray's doing in camp and what that may mean for said role for ray ray mcleod yeah it's going to be a fun a fun time during training camp let's see how they start using him in preseason of course we won't know until week one what that actual role is going to look like you mean they're not going to show it in the preseason i sure would hope not Um, Uh, yeah but i do think hold on a second so you mean to tell me that if 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 we record unscripted 11 11s again we're not giving anything away no, I, oh. I mean, you're it's talking scripted. 11 you're 11. literally talking about Kyle Shannon. The, the moment you're allowed to record, he knows you're recording. Yeah. The moment you're not allowed yeah, to record, yeah, yeah. that's when he does his fun stuff at practice. He's not going to do any fun stuff in preseason because why show it? Um, the only time you show it is if you want to put something on film that you want people to have to respect. So if we see something interesting from Ray Ray, it means Kyle Shannon wanted you to see it. So do with do with it what you will. Absolutely. <laughs> Enjoy those moments of getting ready. So Chicago, hello, figuring out what Ray Ray McLeod's going to be doing. Have fun with that. Uh, <laughs> Ray Ray McLeod getting ready to take care of the Chicago Bears, unlike Nikhil Harry. We'll see you on the next one, Cutback Crew and the Faithful. And until that time, stay safe. Remember the right way is always the 49ers way. way.